Hello and welcome. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm your host, Meg Berryman, and this is the Beyond Being Well podcast. Here at the show, we are passionate about helping you. Helping you build deep relationships with yourself, the earth, and others. Helping you foster a deep, embodied sense of well-being and empowerment. Helping you slow down, work sustainably, and consume mindfully. And helping you create social change from the inside out. So settle in, get cosy, and let's get straight on with the episode. Hello and welcome to season three of the podcast. I'm so happy to be back in your ear holes. I feel like I've been missing a part of myself and I think that I've just been missing having really deep conversations with people through the podcast medium. I've been missing processing my own stuff um, verbally because that's how I do process and I've just missed connecting with you and uh, hearing what these conversations are sparking within you and just learning more about you. Anyone who has met me or worked with me knows that I have just a really deep curiosity for people's experiences and how they work and what makes them tick. And so um, what I'm aiming to build in this community is not like a group of people that I can sell to. I'm really trying to foster a community of care of women working in um, self-empowerment spaces and social change spaces and exploring the nexus between those two. So please feel free to reach out, send me a DM or send me an email, meg at megberryman.com. Anytime you feel called, I love um, hearing what's going on for you and sharing what's been going on for me, which is kind of what this podcast is about today. I'm going to share a little bit about what's been going on for me and what's to come in um, season three. But before I do that, I feel compelled to share because I'm so excited. It's like my pants are on fire that um, Lead Her Doors are opening again on Monday, the 25th of November, 2019. And that's for the cohort starting um, 18th of January, 2020. So, the months of December and the start of January I'm going to be sharing a podcast a week and doing lots of fun things on Instagram at Meg J Berryman um, just to celebrate the Lead Her Doors opening. If you don't know what Lead Her is it's a 16-week self-empowerment program um, for those wanting to really claim their gifts, their magic, um, their experiences to tie it all together Um, underneath a unique social vision and to really learn and lean into how um, expanding into their unique selves can bring about social change within families, communities, workplaces. So it's really about um, doing kind of the inner empowerment work in order to feel comfortable taking space, um, taking up space in the social spaces. And I am so excited. You can go to megberryman.com forward slash lead her to learn all about that. So let me start by sharing an update um, on what's been going on for me. Because as I'm recording this on Sunday, this coming Sunday, it's my second baby's first birthday. 
and I am in the midst of processing the grief of not having a little baby anymore. Uh, she's starting to, you know, come into her body, which is so beautiful to witness, but also knowing that she may well be my last child. Um, I'm just allowing myself to feel all the feelings as I give away the tiny little jumpsuits and things like that. And so the context of the reflection in this podcast has been really like what I've learned this year. And it's been a really huge year. I think um, people talk about 33 being your Jesus year as a year of rebirth, uh, death and rebirth. And I certainly feel like what I know now standing almost at the end of the year is vastly different to what I understood about the world, about myself at the start of the year. And so I'm, I'm really standing in this place of reflecting on um, my baby's birthday and the birth that was and um, the year as a whole. And I think that the first thing I'll share is that I had no appreciation that becoming a mother a second time, I would go through an identity shift again and um, to feel lost again and to have no idea which way's up again. <laughs> I really kind of thought that once you become mother, you become mother and I know that that's a transition, but I didn't know that I'd go through another quite deep transition after having another child. And of course, there's been gifts and wisdom that I've reclaimed within that process, but um, I've certainly battled postpartum anxiety again. And I've um, felt at times during this year really lost and really unsure who I am and what I like doing. And the interesting thing to me is that the remembering of who I am, or should I say the reclaiming or the tying threads back together of who I am um, has been facilitated definitely in the last couple of months by just spending more time alone. I think there's really uh, well-documented and well-known kind of understanding that when we become mothers as our emotional centres upgrade, um, we do lose touch with ourselves and there's a purpose and function within that. Um, but just really recognising within myself when I got to a point this year of needing to set some boundaries and carve out some time for myself and to lean back into, well, who am I and what does matter to me and, and what um, do I need to integrate here and process? So that's been my, one of my biggest learnings this year is just with every child comes another layer of losing and then finding or making a new identity and that kind of took me by surprise related to that the second thing I've learned this year is just how important it is for me my system but also to be a leader to be um, facilitating change in the world how important it is for me to take time regularly throughout the day to digest and process um, and to you know really lean into just feeling my feelings and actually setting boundaries around having time and spaciousness to do that I think that so often we're trying to heal things from the past whilst simultaneously experiencing like micro traumas throughout the day now and 
really unless we make time to work through that and to either acknowledge or throw away or um, work with some of the stuff that's coming up it does get trapped in our bodies and I think with another year a new level of embodiment I've really become aware of what happens um, to my nervous system when I don't take that time and when I don't regularly just like process stuff talk about stuff you know for me I'm a Gemini and I need to verbalize things to process them other people need to write I think it's really about finding your process but really not seeing that quiet time that reflection time that processing time is like not productive because actually doing so has made me a far more congruent leader this year and a better facilitator as well I'm able to hold more in others because I can hold more in my own experience and I'm able to allow my body to stay fluid and empty out things that I no longer need um, which makes me all around more effective as a human so that's the second thing I've learned um, related to that what I've really learned and seen this year in exploring the links between our inner empowerment work and changing systems in the global sphere is that we are living in a traumatized world and that my studies in trauma this year which I'm really hoping to extend next year and bring more into my work have really helped me to see that we all carry trauma and that um, systems of oppression intersect and so um, we all carry trauma but there are degrees um, through which we experience that trauma depending on our identities and whether those identities are um, in the majority or in the minority and what I'm realizing is how so much of the destruction and the violence and the hatred and the divisiveness and the earth defilement that we're seeing is a direct effect of trauma, individual trauma, collective trauma that we carry through our families. And so I think that I've really come to grips with um, how that's affected my nervous system, um, my being in survival mode a lot of the time and some of the patterning, but also within my clients that I've become more attuned to seeing those patterns play out with them and how when someone takes responsibility to do the healing work that they really have the capacity, sorry, in this time and space, they really have the capacity to heal those traumas back through the lineages and forward. Um, and my preferred kind of modes of thinking about this work is around somatic experiencing. So an embodiment so it's 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 body-based practices um, that I'm working with within myself and that work that I said before about just taking time to process to be in my body to be with my experience and to resource myself in those moments so there is never a better time I think for us to learn the set of skills to take responsibility for our own healing knowing that by doing so we are creating culture shifts we are changing society we are showing up differently as parents and as friends and as peers and as colleagues and it's the long game don't get me wrong but um, I think it's worth it because it improves our own experiences but also when we're not operating out of that survival mode we are more mindful in our consumption and we do 
take more care in our relationships and we take better care of ourselves and we don't punish ourselves as is the pattern that so many of us have internalised. So that's there as well. Um, and that's four, four things that I've learned this year. Um, what else have I learned? I've been exploring a little bit about my lineage and ancestry. It's probably the first year that I felt called to connect with um, my lineage in any consistent way and on an energetic way. So it's not necessarily about understanding the intellectual, like every family member and where they came from and how it looks on a map. What I'm more interested in is picking up the threads by noticing my own patterns and noticing my own passions and seeing um, how I can trace them back. And there's been lots of conversations I've had this year about place and how displacement and the trauma from displacement um, many of us carry within and how that affects the way we show up uh, for ourselves and others. And so I'm being really curious about where I've come from and honouring some of those things and and healing some of those things and um, transcending some of those things and just I think that um, what I'm interested in is no longer appropriating other people's cultural practices but understanding within my own lineages what um, what the women did and how they practice their own magic um, so I'm diving into like pagan rituals and just learning more about that from where my families are from and um, I've only just started that work but it feels really potent and really important in where we stand right now as a species that not only are we trying to forge ahead in a different way but that we're honouring the past and that we're honouring our own past rather than appropriating other people's uh, traditions. So there's that. Related to that, it's been a really big year in terms of um, trying to listen and learn, particularly from women of colour, and really trying to wrap my white mind around the experiences of women of colour and I've been so grateful for the teachers and mentors that continue to offer their emotional labour to help me take responsibility and to step up as an accomplice and I'm so at the start of this journey that never ever ever ends but what I will say is that really taking time to listen to any person um, that feels marginalised or has experienced oppression um, and really doing the inner work required to listen with openness and to um, validate their experiences and feelings and to stand alongside them is such important work if we're talking about being activists from within and social leaders and so what I really encourage is um, starting with um, those within your circle expanding outward um, but also following teachers and investing in education around this is really really important for all of us to do and to own our own responses and our own white fragility when this stuff does get shared um, I'm really looking forward to continuing that to listen next year 
and to see what emerges and how I can amplify the voices um, of women of colour and other people that have experienced trauma and oppression that I have no lived experience of. Um, I think the last thing I'll say that I've learnt is that relationships are everything. I said to my husband last night, I just want to shake myself when I was in my 20s and say, can't you see that the most important thing is the thing that's right in front of you? Like the, the thing that isn't important, it's not about work or building your career or, I mean, all of that's so necessary, I think, at that cycle of life. But I just feel like in the last couple of months, it's really dropped in because I've worked so hard to heal some of my sister wounds and to be able to be in deep relationship, particularly with other women, but with with a lot of diverse people. And um, it's so worthwhile. Like, it's so worthwhile meeting our own vulnerability in order to connect. I know that when I feel deeply connected uh, with people that share my passions and interests that reflect back to me the parts of myself that have been previously unexpressed or unclaimed. It's There's nothing like that feeling in the world, like no amount of numbing or emotional eating or drinking or anything can match the, the dopamine or the oxytocin hit that we get when we deeply connect with people and feel heard and supported and that we can hold and support others in a way that is really about presence and not action. And so I feel like really celebrating myself around this and um, celebrating all the shifts that I've made in my life that have enabled relationships and the ecosystem that I'm building for myself and my kids to be the central pillar and the pain that I've had to go through to be an outlier and not to be solely focused on building a career um, or even a business that really the goal that Dave and I have been working towards has been that we feel part of these communities that we're active within these communities that we're supporting people and we have spaciousness to do that to be the people that people call and to have people at our house and to be able to drop other plans and just like go with um, whatever is happening in our broader network and so I just feel like deep relating is such a critical piece of the regenerative culture puzzle and it's something I'm so excited about exploring more in the Lead Her course this time. I think last time we had an incredible cohort of women who just showed up for each other and that the powerful healing of that alone and then the co-creative abilities of us when we're together, you know, suddenly we feel like it's not all on us. Suddenly we feel like we can each bring our magic and express that in ways that are good for the planet and each other and ourselves. And so I'm super excited about expanding on that and amplifying that as well. That is all I wanted to share. This season in the podcast, oh my goodness, the guests are next level. We're going to be continuing to explore the nexus between self-empowerment and social change and why self-empowerment is social change. So we're going to have a diverse collective of folks talking about um, like their experiences, change makers, um, 
as well-being practitioners, as mending practitioners, we're going to be having lots of different perspectives. So from everyday change makers to CEOs um, to people running businesses, um, it's just going to be like beautiful, deep conversations, rich conversations. Um, that hopefully shift your perspective and catalyze you into seeing the social leader that you already are, um, the leader that you are just by being curious about growth and how that re- um, how that allows shifts in others as well. So I'm super excited. I can't wait to share it with you. Would love to hear from you. Please share the podcast if you feel called. Otherwise, look after yourselves, each other and the planet as deeply as you can this week and always with a healthy dose of self-compassion. Sending lots of love. Bye.